Y'all know what it is. The Bunt is brought to you by Vans, the number one skateboarding shoe in the world. This week, we're talking the Chima Pro, and who better than Chima Ferguson himself to say a few words? I ain't Chima, but I sure do look like him. <laughs> and I switch tray like him, too. And if you want switch trays like me and Chima, you got to get that Chima Pro, baby. Built on Vans Pro Volk light construction with an ultra cush light sock liner for reduced weight and increased responsiveness and Duracap fused with canvas and suede uppers that skate as tough as leather and maybe even better. Damn, thanks for that, Chima. Y'all know I had my fucking awesome tray flips popping last week, and this week I'm gonna have my Chima Pros. It's exactly what I need to join the Switch Tray Gang. You feel me? If there's a cheat code to joining the Switch Tray Gang. It's definitely the Chima Pro. And now, live from Studio E, The Bunt with Safer and Donovan. Yo, it's a mad ting in Studio E this week, just like it is every goddamn week. We got a big interview for you this week. The only reason you would ever watch Dark Star Battalion is coming live from Studio E this <laughs> week. It's a Galia Mamalu ting and y'all ain't ready. I'm D Jones. He's the ghost. Antoine's been chirping us on our own goddamn show, so you know he's behind the scenes. It's a cool ting. What's popping this week, my dude? Damn, you just got me bear hyped. <laughs> and that's the truthest talk I've ever heard, though. Dark Star Battalion. The Galia Mamalu repeat show, you feel me? <laughs> yeah, after the interview, we taking y'all straight to the post office where some mans we got chirped last week. We're finna come back at mans. <laughs> and then we got a little quick sports thing. Nothing really popped in the sports world, so we're gonna keep it short. Really let that Galia interview take over this week, you smell me? Let's get it. Yeah, before we pop it off. <laughs> Y'all already know what it is. Holler at your boys on Instagram at the Bunt Live, on Facebook at the Bunt, and definitely sending them questions via email, voice notes, written, whatever, to the Bunt Live at gmail.com. Stay. And if y'all as broke as me and Safa, you know, we living off that Wi-Fi. I ain't trying to waste my data paying Rogers any more money than I got to. So you know. Head over to the podcast app for iTunes, subscribe to The Bunch, and it's free, dog. We can't afford it, so y'all probably can't afford it, so let's get it for free. <laughs> or we should come up with a system where we charge them for downloads, you feel me? <laughs> Just kidding, we for the people, yo. You gotta be for the people. <laughs> Time for a little Galia intro, but in my feelings, I don't even think like we gotta say anything about this guy. If you don't know him, that's your own damn fault. Get your ass on the internet. Do some research because hey, he's one of the greatest. One of the greats, yo. Canadian, well, so American, Canadian, African, you'll find out soon. One of the my favorites of all time. One of the greatest Canadian skaters to step foot on a board. The big homie was pro for a decade. Used to ride for Dark Star Skateboards, Globe, Osai. Actually, I ain't even going to mention his sponsors. Oh, fuck him. <laughs> right now, he's riding for Remy Martin. Yeah. He's actually killing it. So let's get this shit started. Yeah, my big bro. Shouts to Galia. Let's get into it. This interview is long overdue. Me and the ghost, super excited to have Galia Mamalu in the building. What's up, G? Not much, are you guys? Bro, we always good. So first question we always ask everyone. Your favorite skateboarding moment and your favorite sports moment? Uh, favorite skate moment? Uh, well, my favorite sports moment was uh, the Cavs winning a championship last year and the block off the back backboard. Bang! Love it, yo! <laughs> <laughs> the block, LeBron chase down block for Iguodara. That was like the last thing that pops in my head. Sports moment, uh, skate moment, uh, I don't know. Just Kalia, you're my main man, but I might just have to end the interview here. <laughs> You wish, dog. You ain't got the power to pull the plug on us. Yeah, that was the worst moment of my life, blood. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, Kyrie, Kyrie did his thing. Kyrie's one of my favorite point guards. Um, I do like a lot of individual NBA players, but like, you know, jump shooting team, 
versus a physical playing team. Like, you know, physical, like, I don't know, man. It's just, uh, Curry did not show up. Again. <laughs> in that series. <laughs> yeah, you and Donovan actually have a lot in common. You're both big Kyrie and Westbrook fans, so I feel like I might lose some arguments. Man, that was a career-defining block. Yeah, exactly. And for skate moments, I don't know. Like, it's just cool to watch, like, you know, Ian Twa still ripping Wade. That, like, that clip that Wade did with... Uh, uh, what was it? Was that place a skate loft? Yeah, like, yeah, the indoor park. Kick, yeah, kick with backsmith. He did everything switch. He did everything Ooh. regular. It's just like it's just there's there's too many there's too many skate moments that are going on right now. Like just watching like everybody. So you're an American born Canadian. Take us back to your childhood and uh, getting into skating. What's the story there? So yeah, I was born in Boston. Um, spent some time there shortly and. Lived in Africa, West Africa for a bit. I was the only child born in uh, America. All my sisters and brothers were born in Liberia, West Africa. Oh, sick. So, so yeah. So I lived, spent some time in Boston, spent some time in North Carolina, and then lived in Liberia for, you know, three or four years. Um, we left when the Civil War started getting crazy in, like, 91. And then uh, moved to Ottawa. Uh, when I was like eight and then, or seven, seven, eight. And then, uh, I left Ottawa when I was 18, 19. Oh, damn. That's a crazy history. I didn't know about the Africa part. But yeah. So yeah, Ottawa was good. Started skating there. Um, knew like Spencer and Wade since when they were like three feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> Known for a long time. Had a lot of, a lot of good, good, uh, history in Ottawa as far as skateboarding and a lot of people helping me out and getting me to where I, I went. So for sure. So how did you start getting hooked up? So there's a store in Orleans, Ottawa, called Backbone. There is like pretty far from where I live. I lived in Gloucester. I guess I was at a contest or something. The guy noticed me and uh, just started hooking me up with a board here and there whenever I needed a board. Like he'd always give me blanks and like and like just give me like whatever he could. And then uh, the next. Sponsor I had after that, I think, was On Deck in Ottawa. Um, they had an indoor indoor mini ramp. Um, it was like really far. It's like in the Nepean or some shit. It's like super far. So I had to drive to get a ride. I had some like good guys that would like drive me out there. Uh, just got Josh, really good uh, half pipe skater. He would drive me out there. I'd have like like just find rides out there it's like it take like an hour to get out there an hour to get back so Damn. trevor would um flow me boards he started his own company called district mm-hmm. district skateboards yeah and um yeah that too like i helped i helped like try to help him build that company and uh i was sponsored by by them for i don't know like a year maybe maybe two and then after District, things sort of got a bit serious. When I was on District, I flew myself out to Slam City Jam out of, out of pocket and uh, flew myself out to Tampa Am out of pocket. Jeez. And then after that, things sort of started picking up. Like uh, World Industries and DC approached me via Center Distribution East Coast. And then um, I had to leave District. That guy was not happy about that. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, it was sort of weird. He's like, "You're just gonna be another number." Oh. Blah 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 blah. Like a little guilt trip. Yeah, full full on guilt trip. Dude, like hung up on me. Shit, that's whack as hell. Yeah, exactly. So I'm at, I'm at school. I'm at break, and like I'm like, "Yo, World Industries giving me like five decks a month. Like these, she's, she's giving me like ten pairs a month. Like they might they might take me on a trip or two, but like I'll get fucking five decks a month. Like this." <laughs> Like this, I was like just so stoked. This guy would like make me drive an hour to get a board. Like he wouldn't even give me like a board, like three boards. He would give us something like Dave Nolan or like Alien or Tyler Dimity. They send them boxes for me. Treated like really treated like shit. But like oh. it felt fucking really good to step away from that situation. Obviously, um, so uh, yeah. When I got on World, I think that lasted like what like three months. My buddy Dan Opex sent a sponsor me tape to Chet Thomas. It was like an eight trick sponsor me tape and uh chet's like oh like i really like what i see i'm like damn what did chet say what did chet say <laughs> like, well, chet, chet really likes like what he saw but he wants to see more he, how about um he flies you out to you know california i'm like fucking yeah let's do this and then it's super weird because i was still on world um i met one of the team managers like at a contest uh rodney this guy had like a huge fro and like dreads i don't know if you guys remember him 
like the like I flew in at like ten o'clock at night, like from to LAX, drove to drove to Chet's place in Huntington Beach, and like I woke up and like right at noon, like that. Rodney guy from World Industries knocks on my door and he's like, I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> and he's like, hey, he's like, hey man, like, want to take you out for lunch? Who do you hear? I'm like, just like, how the fuck did, I'm like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> so, so I guess I sort of help like expedite things with like Darkstar and like Chet being like, yo, all right, cool, stay with me, yada, 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 like World Industries whack, da, da, da. So that's sort of, <laughs> that's sort of how that panned out. I, had, I sort of started skating with the guys like uh, Ryan, Ryan Kenrich and like all like Guy and all those guys and then yeah so just got on Darkstar like sort of moved out moved out like right when I graduated high school made like $400 a month fucking just moved out and just slept on couches until like I started like making money to get my own place so yeah damn that's what's up B that real skate rat lifestyle saving up for your own flights fucking paying out of pocket worked out in the end yeah i had to sell weed in high school to fly myself to Sam C jam and tampa m <laughs> well <laughs> not too proud not a proud moment but like i was really ambitious to fucking get myself out of ottawa hell yeah <laughs> started off with flame boy and wet willie huh yeah those those decks are fun <laughs> <laughs> did you ever have any shitty experiences coming up as a young black skater before it was more socially acceptable not really like it was just sort of weird like i know like during that era like everyone had their everyone had their like quotas like all right like baker has their one black skater <laughs> and like element has their one black skater and like Darkstar has their own black skater and blind, and it's just, like, everyone, like, yeah, like, I sort of, like, felt it, like, like oh, we need, like, uh, you know, like, we, like, you know, it couldn't be more than, like, one, and just sort of like that, like, you know, Terry, like, would, you know, say, like, there's a new guy, like, especially if you're a black skater, you feel like, oh, fuck, this is my spot, I didn't take him, it's like, you're, 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 like, a token, pretty much, it's like, <laughs> like, and, like, when DGK came out, like, everybody was, like, fucking hating hard, like, I felt that for, like, Stevie. I felt that for Kareem. I felt that for, like, those guys trying to, like, make something themselves more than, say, myself, you know? Because I was was just, like, a small piece to the puzzle as far as, like, being African-American and skateboarding. Like, I felt like those guys got hated on and shattered on, like, by a lot of people that, like, I thought they were, like, friends or, or part of the community, so... I didn't even mean from like an industry perspective. I just meant like out, like in normal everyday life. But that's a whole nother uh, interesting viewpoint that you experienced. I didn't even think about it like that. Within the industry, you were token, and outside of it, you were just a weirdo as a black skater back then. Like being a black skateboarder, people just <laughs> going down the street, especially in Ottawa. Like, yeah, weird looks, <laughs> weird looks. All the thugs be like, you know, <laughs> what the hell. <laughs> you know, Ottawa's a fucked up place, but yeah, it was definitely an experience. Yeah, man. Like, I, I try to convince anyone and everyone, especially all my friends, even like my friends I went to high school with. They're like, get the fuck out of Ottawa, like, please. Like, yeah. <laughs> It's got more spots than Vancouver, but like, (laughs) get out of there. Yeah, not too many people left in Ottawa these days, man. James Abraham, Mike Fife. So it's been a while since you've taken your step back from the industry. What you been up to these days? So yeah, I work for a uh, hospitality, I mean, hospitality management. I work for Blueprint events they uh own about like 15 properties i manage um the vip host team of you know eight eight to nine guys so i'm like the vip director i guess for the company so i run the vip program like all the all, all the bottle service for all the uh for all the clubs um just to design the whole program and like uh i intercept all the sales for online and uh social media and all that shit and it's sort of hard to explain but yeah i just like just a lot of emails and just a lot of bookings like i sold uh i think like a i can't really say what i sold but i sold over a million last year (laughs) but yeah the vip is popping so that's what that's what you're doing on paper and then you know i'm saying it sounds like your ghost from power you watch that show uh no you got a little side thing going on (laughs) 
Yeah, yeah, I do. I do. I actually, I work for uh, I work for Remy Martin as well, the cognac company, as an ambassador. Oh, sick. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I was making a bad joke. If you watch Power, you would have got it. He's like this guy who, who owns three clubs. It's 50 Cent Show. You should watch it. But he, he's a drug dealer on the side. <laughs> yeah, nice. He treats the clubs oh, like nice. a front. <laughs> oh, nice. Uh, I, I don't even think I get, I get that out here, to be honest. Like, uh, I think you have to, a lot of people stream it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I just finished season three, Doug. This but it is like turned. a new show that's just coming out, like, weekly, right? Yeah. Season four pops off this summer. Listeners, yo, power. That's some real shit. All right, I'll get, I'll get on the power. <laughs> <laughs> sound, sound really excited. No, no. Well, like, sorry, my, my fiance's right here. Come say hi. No, I come say come on. No, it's not. Come say hi. Megan, come on. Hi. Hi. Nice to meet you. I didn't know you were uh, engaged. Yeah. Congratulations, <laughs> you two. <laughs> nice to have you. Oh my god! Okay, this is officially over. <laughs> that VIP is doing the job. Yeah, so yeah. Megan just flashed us her her ring. Galia hey, done right by her. Yeah? <laughs> You're one of the Nartec innovators and pushers of boundaries. Uh, who were some of your influences in that realm of skating? And uh, what was your process in the lab? I don't like who did I look up to? Like obviously looked up to like Costin, all the girl guys. Looked up to like. Just everybody, like, I just, I just appreciated, like, every different sort of type of skateboarding, like, all the Zero stuff, like, Andrew Reynolds, you know, like, Appleyard, especially, like, he's someone I looked up to, like, hard, hard, and, like, obviously Wade, and, like, I don't know, it's just, uh, like, it's sort of weird, like, right when I started, like, skating, like, kickflips were, like, huge, like, kickflip 50-50, kickflip front lip, kickflip, like, back lip, like, you know, just, like, whatever, I'm like, you know what, like, I want to be different, so I'm just gonna like do everything nollie. Or do nollie heel flips. Yeah. <laughs> just, just try and like learn something new, and like that was like my whole thing. Especially when I was in LA, I just had a flat bar and just like try to like throw shit against the wall and see what stuck, and then just try my best to do my own thing. And uh, yeah, was, like skating with like P Rod and like a couple of sessions, like you know. Rare sessions. Like, I used to skate with P Rod and Mikey Taylor like way back, like City Star days. But like, yeah. you know, just watching those guys like jump down rails and stuff, I just like couldn't really get it because like we'd go to some steep like Silmar's, like very steep rail, and like mm-hmm. just watching them just get out of the car and just like start banging off tricks and just like Jesus, like. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, just like yeah, guys like those guys, like you know, like I came up with you know when P Rod like P Rod's still around, but like. When I came up with, like, you know, P-Rod and, you know, Ryan Herman and, like, Chris Cole and, like, all these guys are, like, actively, like, going. So, like, you know, it was, uh, I try my best to, like, I guess, keep up and sort of, like, do what, do what I could to, like, you know, make something out of myself. As far as, as far as a skateboarder, not even, like, a career, just, like, mm-hmm. just I wanted to, I just wanted to be good and want to take advantage of being out in L.A. and the opportunity that got given to me. Hell yeah, man. You killed it at that. Created your own niche, doing a whole bunch of shit that was unique to you. You were known for a whole bunch of different fucking tricks. Nollie heel back lip. Was back it, in the day, you and Costin came out kind of kind of close. You know who did it first? <laughs> yeah, I had a couple of those. Uh, like watching video parts and watching it, it was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> and there's, dude, there's, a, there's a lot of stuff. Like I remember... Um, the Mike Hasty, um, I forget the school. He did the Nolly Front Blunt the Fakey. Yeah, yeah. And like, no magazine wanted to publish it because Daryl Stanton like almost did it at Silmar, and oh. he wants to go back. It, yeah, he was like getting That's blocks brutal. on that shit. Oh man, there's there's so much of that shit that was going on. So like, Dark Circus ran as an ad and we tried to run it as, like as as fast as possible. Yeah, Fuck. but like it was just like was, like stupid shit like that. Like like people were hating on Mac now and shit, and like wouldn't run like like. Oh, just like, just like stupid shit like that. Like you know when skaters have the machine behind them, and like mm-hmm. you don't have to like be that good. Not saying Daryl's not that good, but it's yeah. just like it's like they got the right backings. Yeah, they got the right backings, and like you know, like uh, there's that Heathcote chart rail that he like lip slid in that uh, Transworld video. It's like uh, as long as like Irvine, it's like long and square. It's like huge. This kid uh, crooked grinded it, and like. 
I mean, I should be saying this, but like <laughs> Jamie, Jamie Thomas just called trans. I was like, dude, if you run out as a cover, like I'm never fucking fucking with you again. Like, <laughs> oh, like it's like shit, like that. <laughs> you know the stories, man. Yeah. Like, yeah, that's why we. Just, yeah, <laughs> you, you don't have to hold back no more, yo. You ain't in that industry. <laughs> you run the VIP now. You're good. I love Jamie, man. But like, hey, sometimes you got to make those calls, man. <laughs> but, uh, for the record, who did it first? You were you were costing. Did what first? The nollie heel back lip on a handrail. I don't know. I don't know. Did Costin ever do one? Uh, he did it on LA High, you know. Galea went hard, Doug, on the on the big rail, back to regs. Control, baby. I know I know when I did that, like that was like the era of like people doing crank calls or whatever. I did that at like three AM in yeah. Pasadena. Yeah. And like I checked my voicemails and I'm, like just do just like people like calling. Like I found out who it was, but like it's like kids from Long Beach from like Jeremiah Vance and like I thought it was Scott Kane. You don't hear that name too often, Jeremiah Vance. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I found out who it was. I was like, dude, just like calling, calling, and voicemail. It's like, oh, you fucking suck. Kill yourself. Like your style's fucking whack. Do that. And I'm just like, yeah, I just not heel back lip, fucking tense. At three a.m., I'm like, what are you, what are you doing? <laughs> You're making phone calls. <laughs> Crank calling, yeah. motherfuckers. Why um, though? I don't get funny. it. Yeah, it's weird. Like I had like Jay Z playing on on my like voicemail. They're like, I like that song, man, but shit's fucking whack too. <laughs> it's just so weird. Like, I remember like I was in Hawaii on a trip with like Darkstar, and like these guys were calling Windsor James and like calling like he's like, oh, how does it feel doing kickflip front luckies and like just oh, like what whack, the whack shit. Jesus. Yeah, and then yeah, like calling like Mike Hasty. Like yeah, it was weird. That's very weird, weird, very odd. Remember, yeah, Jeremiah but, Vance had that thing in on video where they like pegged him as the next one. Yeah, and then yeah, then, yeah, he's like I said, you're on those one of those people that had the machine behind him. One yeah, of those people that had the machine about him, like that didn't have to really do much. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think he's Shit. most famous for the Scorpion Man. Most people probably know him for that Scorpion. You know the one. Yeah, what was he trying to? He's trying to whip slide that that silver rail that I I think it was Carol back whipped a long time ago, but he died on that poor guy. The machine, yeah, I like that. Can't help everyone. You got to do a couple of lift slides here and there. You got to check, right? Like. <laughs> <laughs> so we were talking about it a bit skating with Paul Mock now. I feel like anyone skating with him, they might have to uh, push their gnar abilities to the next uh, next level. What was it like skating with Paul when you were both in your prime? Well, fuck, I owe my career to that guy as far as, like, you know, making me look at things a lot differently, like life and just, like, just a lot of things in general. He he actually pushes, he pushes, like, like he's the type of guy, like, all right, cool, you want to go skate in Glendale, Pasadena, cool, all right, it's, like, this far of the drive, let's wake up at this time and then just sort of plan everything to come back to Orange County where we live. And, like, he would hit, oh, you want to skate this spot? Ryan, you want to skate this spot? Lee, you want to skate this spot? That's all, like, you guys have skate your spots first because, like, when it's time for me to skate, I'll skate after, that type of thing. And, like, he's pretty, like, you mm-hmm. know, has his routines and, like, he has his, like, structure. And, like, I don't know, he just sort of, like, I guess I learned a lot from him as far as uh just not being afraid and like just sort of like you know routines like uh hollywood high like you know like i got off the fucking flight went there and nolly nolly back with you a second try just because like he just told me to do man just like do everything just practice at, at the just practice at the skate park just pretend it's like a rail and like at a park and just i don't know for him it's like different because like he's nose blunted like a 21 stair rail with like the hugest pothole right in front of it i don't just know how it's possible for him to do what he does but, like <laughs> like I, I have so many spots to roll up i'm like no <laughs> and he would just like come on man come skate i'm like dude like i just a couple times i've tried and like I got up, no board, and like somehow like ran down the rail and like did this like three times. I'm like, dude, man, it's all you. Like, but like he's definitely, <laughs> definitely gone out of his way to make sure that like you know I, I skated to the best of my abilities and like to to see that I can skate to the best of my abilities. He's done his best to help me out. He's done his best to help out like Ryan and Scooter and like Hasty and like. You know, Mickey Papa, like, all, like, the young Canadians, like, he's done his best to, like, 
he's done a lot for skateboarding, Canadian skateboarding, than like a lot of people think as far as like bringing people up and like sort of just helping, uh, helping, helping a lot of people out. Oh, definitely. When I was riding for Red Star and he was our team manager, he definitely, I know exactly what you mean. Like, get to a spot and he he finds ways to motivate you and like downplay how scary yeah. something might be. Like, oh no, yeah, you yeah, got exactly, that. Yeah. <laughs> you do it at the skate park. You can do that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. But yeah, it's like, you know, like I've always loved, loved skating hubba rails and loved skating like, you know, like 10 stairs, sort of like within that sort of like, <laughs> sort of like yeah. region. But yeah, but like the other shit's like crazy. Like, Paul is like just like so never got the, I don't think he ever got got the respect he really deserved um, from skateboarding. Yeah, if you watch his parts, he's done some of the hands down gnarliest things yeah. that have ever been yeah. done on a skateboard to this day. So your your Smith Grind and Battalion was that was that a Paul influence Which session one is that? that you Smith Grind this big ass like round rail in Battalion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was on like a street sign over another pothole, Paul McNeil spot. <laughs> I tried a five oh it and almost did it first try and then tried it for half an hour and got tossed every single try. What about Nolly board? So I'm anytime you go over twelve stairs, it's some Paul Macno influence. Paul's right? in the background. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah, I was I was living to Austin for that Nolly board at UBC. Uh that run up is butter. It's like the the pop is good, it's like mock pretty much. So mm. I was I was just trying that and like that that was like a sort of new trick. So like I broke up with like my girlfriend at the time. I was feeling like shit. I'm like, you know what? If I die, I die. Let's just fucking go for it. But I did it, I did it like second try. Was, <laughs> I die, I die. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Like um, um, Brian Cassidy was shooting it, and um, yeah, he's like, I'm gonna do this. All right, like first try. Like I'm not, I'm not saying first try, but like I'm I'm, I'm gonna try this now. I'm yeah. like rolling up, rolling. Up, I'm gonna try it. So like. I pop, I get on, I don't hear the sequence, and like I step off, I'm like, yo. He's <laughs> like, sorry, man, I didn't know you were going to try it. I'm like, I'm, I'm doing this, and then the second try, I did it. <laughs> so, yeah. It's a professional, Brian. Come on, dog. Mid trick. Yeah. I, I ain't even going to bother landing it if I don't hear that. This is a Paul Macno fucking protege, man. <laughs> better hit that button. So uh, what happened with the Osiris video? We saw the footage you were sitting on, but didn't end up having a full part. You shared uh, one with PLG. Yeah, that was a fucked move um, on their part. Like, I don't know. Like, um, I guess it was really close through. It's really close to like my get tricks or die trying part. So I was I was active, actively filming. I went to China, like filming in Los Angeles. Uh, I have footage like. I, it wasn't like my best, I would say, but like it was enough to like have a part um, mm-hmm. compared to all, all the other parts that, like in that video. Um, it's like comparable, but yeah, they just they just like they're editing and put me in. They're like, oh, like we're gonna put you to PLG. I'm like, what? And they're <laughs> like, well, you know, you guys are like teammates, and I'm like, I'm like, whatever. I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's not even disrespect to PLG, but it's no dis- no disrespect at all. Like street and vert should not be a shared part. Like it just doesn't it's make sense. The oddest thing. It's, I don't. I don't think. I think that's the only vert slash street part that's ever happened, other than like Danny Way skating street. And skating <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Someone actually doing it themselves. Yeah, <laughs> it's like the same person. Yeah, it was around your get tricks or die trying part, but you had enough footage for a part. I remember specifically. Yeah, bangers. I still, I, I still have a bunch of footage, and it's like, uh, like I, I put a couple of that on Facebook here and there, but like, yeah, it's just, I was just sort of like. Well, whatever. Osiris didn't put enough respect on your name, guy. Clearly. Fuck sakes. And PLG, too. Like, just, just give him. Yeah, I'm sure PLG probably he had enough for a same, full yeah. part, too. He didn't want to share a part with your ass. Yeah, exactly. Right? He had a full part, too. But, like, I don't know. They, they had, like, weird fucking hipster ideas, ideology at that time. Yeah. <laughs> After, like, Jerry, Jerry Sue left, they had no identity. Osiris, we blame you for um, robbing the world of uh, another full Galea part. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put it on. <laughs> but yeah, whatever. Say love you. So you stayed loyal to your sponsors over the years and had very little changeover. Was there anything you would have done different looking back now? Yeah, I definitely would have took up 
Eric Austin's offer. I would have took up Jimmy Thomas's offer. I would have took up uh, anyone else's <laughs> offer and not have stayed on Darkstar. Jeez. Damn, what happened there? And <laughs> <laughs> Didn't expect well, that. Uh, I fucking helped build that company, dude. And uh, I got told to, like, you know, don't don't talk to these guys. Don't do this. You're, you know, like, you help build this company and you're on the ground level. And, like, shit got bad. I got dropped like a bad habit. And, like, I didn't really like the treatment I got really over there. And, like, yeah, it's mostly on... It's mostly on dwindles, like the higher ups, the people who went to college, like the people making the calls, the people in the cubicles, and most importantly, Chad Thomas. Damn, it was it was a bad breakup, eh? <laughs> yeah, the dude's just a fucking I don't know, it's not not my, not my favorite guy. Let's just say that. Like I I, I just I just think I like a, a lot more would have happened for me if I was like you know. You know, people need to, like, make jumps and changes. Like, look at Appleyard. He, like, wrote for Birdhouse. He wrote for Habitat. That didn't work out. He wrote for, you know, Flip. And then and now he's on Element. And it's just, like, he, you know, just tried to, like, you know, he got he got sort of, like, you know, a little bit of flack for that. But, like, it's just I should have looked out for myself instead of, like, you know, you know, I, I am a loyal guy. I did, oh, this, I did, you know, Chet did get me out of Ottawa. Like, you know, I'm thankful for that. But it's just, like, I should have just focus a little bit more on where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do and get out of my career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. So it's, 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 it's not to fully blame on him, it's fully blame on me. I should have like stood stood a bit a bit more woke to this to this <laughs> to the situation. Yeah. So what were some of the offers? You said Jamie Thomas hit you up and stuff? Yeah, like like he like you know we we, we talked um you know like we talked like I, I, I talked to a few people like that, you know, like not like officially, but I talked and like it's just I just I just stay loyal and <laughs> at the end of the day <laughs> and yeah it is what it is I'm not like bitter or anything I'm not jade not one of those like jaded skateboarders that like you know I'm very 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 content like I was pro for ten years I got out of Ottawa like I've traveled the world I've you know won contests like I'm super stoked in my position right now in life I'm like. Not like I don't like I didn't want to be like the worst thing I ever <laughs> like I imagine. It's like fuck, man. I don't want to be like thirty five and be some like TM fucking babysitting some kids like hating my life. Like I looked at every team manager I ever had and like yeah. <laughs> I do not want to be that guy. <laughs> so like I'm actually pretty content. I'm making like the most money I've ever made in my life, and like I'm not getting married, and, and like I'm I'm fucking stoked. Like I'm stoked right now. Like I love skateboarding. I miss it, of course, but like. I'm pretty content. Like, I had a good run, and, like, you know, like, I can skate for fun now. So this doesn't have to be so serious. And, like, you know, skateboarding sort of, like, I don't know. Everyone I talk to is like, dude, man, I'm making no money, and there's no money in it. But, yeah. like, I don't know. I don't know how it is on your your guys' end. But uh, I don't know. It's just uh, I'm, pre- I'm pretty content. Like, uh, I'm not, like, bummed out or anything like that. But, like, uh, if I would have done it different, I probably would have wrote for someone else. That's dope. Honestly, as as a Galia fan myself, and uh, I'm sure I can speak for all of them, that's that's all you want to hear when, when one of your favorite skaters isn't in the industry anymore. Just hearing that you're content with your career and that you're fucking killing it at life. I'm sure all Galia fans are uh, are hyped to hear that. All right, so you mentioned it a little bit before, but any chance the people will get some more Galia footage and photos in the future? Yeah, for sure. Um I'm getting a car in a couple of months. That's got my license renewed, so I'll be more actively skating. Cause it's like I can't really fuck with the with the plaza here. So, um, you not a fan? It's just all right. It's just too much of like a scene. It's just like yeah, a lot of people just like sit and they don't skate. <laughs> but I, I like it though. But like yeah, all the best parks you need to drive to. And um, but yeah, um, skated a little bit this summer. <laughs> um so i will i will be skating some more though and i do i'm trying to find my footage actually so just at least put it out there on like instagram or whatever so but i do have a lot of footage that i'm sitting so on. that's it follow up man yeah we have a follow up oh plug the, the tag man the lost taste man <laughs> yeah. need that we'll get that in there
So when it was all said and done, did you turn your back on the industry or did the industry turn its back on you? I just like walked away. Like I, I just, yeah, I just like walked away. Like the, the industry was good to me. Like it, the industry was really good to me. Like a lot of people were like, you know, like if I called Atiba, he'd pick up the phone for me. If I called Sutrin, mm-hmm. he'd pick up the phone for me. Like when he, when he, when he wouldn't do it to, you know, or like you know when you wouldn't do it to other people like I like I had a lot of access and a lot of people that didn't have access that wrote for Darkstar that wrote for a dwindle company so yeah like I don't know I feel like the industry was like really good to me and like I met a lot of cool people outside of uh, my circle and and like yeah man like I have no regrets about anything I'm very content I'm very stoked I got to travel as much as I got to travel like I'm, you know I'm pr- proud that I, like I just you know made something out of myself you know being a pro athlete and stoked that like i sort of routed myself back in vancouver and just just stoked on you know where i'm at right now in life i'm pretty happy so the skating was undeniable man so anybody better pick up the phone we're just happy you picked up for us man (laughs) yeah no (laughs) antoine dixon mentioned you as one of his inspirations and one of his favorite skaters did you guys ever have one of the most intense nollie heel switch heel <laughs> combination sessions of all time together? You guys skate much together? Yeah, a couple of times. Like, I'm, like it's just so funny that like um, he said that. Like uh, he sent us a sponsor me to tape and chat. I was like, nah. I'm like, are you fucking what? kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> and then Baker Three came out, and then yeah, I'm just like, yeah, pretty, pretty good part, eh? <laughs> Thanks, Chet. Fucking idiot. <laughs> oh. So he tried to get on Darkstar. Yeah, he's fucking yeah. Like, he could have been Galia 2.0. Well, he kind of was, even though it wasn't on Darkstar. But see, man, I could do the, that guy like way better than me. <laughs> you could tell he was from the Galia tree. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like him, him, and like Alpiard, like they have that, like that whole like arms down while you're like nollie yeah. kick nollie flip quick and something like just yeah. like him and, and Wade yeah him Wade and upper they have that thing where it's like they're just like arms down and it's just like effortless no one I don't think will ever do it as good as Antoine natural as well his center of uh, balance is just so unique to not need your arms to, to stay upright it makes no sense yeah I think I think Wade has that like secret those those karate belts too or whatever <laughs> <laughs> or whatever. He's got, he's got that karate swagoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. One more random question: What happened with the transition from Globe to Osiris? Because you were on Globe forever. They caught me. They made, they're making room for Appleyard because they gave him a very 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 large contract like a multi-million dollar contract. So that's sort of what happened there. And when he showed up, he's like, what? Nuglia? Oh. <laughs> we went on a trip together. He's like, dude, man, like, really, I was really looking forward to skating with you. Like, we, 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 we had the same hotel room in Australia. He's like, dude, man, like, like I'm, like, I'm like, hey, man, like, it's all good. Like, we're oh. still homies at the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, like, it wasn't his decision. And, we, and yeah, and we're skating together on this trip, man. I get to skate with you, so... <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's that's the best part about it and so fuck that could have been a nice one-two punch man galia and mark yeah and then like yeah since since after the globe thing i'm trying to like work my ass off to get on any shoot <laughs> fucking sponsor i could so the mm-hmm. cyrus was like yeah it was, i was like i was like aiming high and then i sort of be like all right Sorry, <laughs> 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 and I, I like it was like from the top to like you need to get a shoe sponsor like blah 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 have you tried here have you tried there I'm like, try this I'm like no try that I'm like no and I'm like I'm like oh, sorry so I'm like oh, alright yeah but yeah fuck man that just pisses me off hearing that you're one of the top <laughs> skaters at that time uh, it's, it's an industry right what are you gonna do it's like it's fucking harder as a motherfucker now. You got to be like Nigel Houston. You got to be a contest. You got to be top three in fucking street league to even get any money. It's shit's fucking hard these days. I'm sure. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I feel I feel bad for the kids coming up now, man. You know what though? What what a cool move. One of the best things I did see in skateboarding was like P Rod and Pin Primitive mm-hmm. and starting his own company and putting like 
his homies on, and like I think that's like the best team right now. It's it's crazy. We we uh we saw a demo when they were in T dot. Yeah, that is it is insane what those guys can do, man. Yeah, yeah, uh, they, they they tore up the plaza here. Like it was yeah. like crazy. <laughs> like Shane, you know, like Trey flip, fucking nose grind, nolly flip, pop out. Like just he just like learned a new trick. Like which is crazy. They came to they came to visit me, and I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> they were probably doing the like, same thing like, as you. Like, like, I'm like Shane. Hold on a second. Like you need to get my board. Like you need to sign it. Speaking of Spanish, who was speaking of Spanish? Sorry, speaking of primitive. <laughs> I gotta call up Spanish Mike, yo. Ain't no one get, yeah. giving me boards these days. I gotta go beg the big homie down south. You were asking all timers for a while. So is, was crickets on that end. But Spanish came on the show. I want to call him live on air and and try and get a box. <laughs> Do that next week for the listeners' entertainment. I ain't even gonna warn him. So what's next for Galia Mamalu? Working, doing my work with Remy Martin, uh, doing work with uh, Blueprint, and yeah, getting married. Just planning a wedding, eh? You guys set a date? Uh, yeah, next year, next summer. Nice, man. Just gave yourself a lot of time. Yo, Remy Martin, eh? <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, your boy might be uh, trying thirsty. to get a little box, you feel me? Yeah, for sure, man. Like, uh, we, do, we do a lot in Toronto. <laughs> you been to Lost and Found? I think I tried to get you out there one night. Yeah, Remy night for the bunt. Yeah, usually, usually, you know, what I'm saying I'm trying to get boards, shoes, whatever I can get my hands on. But got friends yeah. in high places these days. Hey, well, you might end up in the VIP. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I'll uh, I'll try and get uh, Chris Fallon to send this in you over a box. Okay. Uh, uh, Turn uh, up. Get basket. Get basket. You can hold me to that. So. Turn up. Instagram ain't ready for that unboxing. <laughs> they actually do. They do send like boxes and like Ubers. It's something pretty funny. What? what? <laughs> yeah. That's that's first class, man. Yeah, luxury brands, right? It's luxury. It's that time, y'all. Rapid fire with my main man Galia. One of the greatest to ever step foot on a goddamn skateboard, you feel me? Let's get let's get to know Galia these days on that rapid fire tip. <laughs> Favorite skater? Shane O'Neill. Favorite video? Any girl video. Any Ty Evans video. Like Not the new Ty Evans, though. That shit's overdone. <laughs> what was that? We Are Blood one he did? That shit was too nah, much. Nah, 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 nah. <laughs> talking old school, I'm, yeah. I'm talking like, yeah, 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 right. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite video part? There's like too many, man. Like, obviously, Shane O'Neill's last part was pretty bonkers. Um, I tried Wars parts, pretty bonkers. Most talented skateboarder on planet Earth. Wade Desarmo. Even though Wade thinks he sucks, but like, yeah, sorry. Like Wade, Shane, um, Mark Appleyard. Favorite trick? Nolly heel flip. <laughs> yes. So, G. <laughs> Hardest trick for you? Because I broke my ankles and stuff. Just like kick flips are always the worst. And like front side flips, I can never get it. And anything Paul McNeil was doing on a handrail. <laughs> Most illegal trick? Um, dude, if you're like not going like Mach 10, Dan Trehobo style on like don't, don't no comply or don't like, just don't do any, any of that stuff. <laughs> just <laughs> like leave it, leave it to the, leave it to like the pros. Or unless you're Spenny. <laughs> Favorite clip you've ever gotten? I guess just, just anything that like it didn't take two hours to get. Really? Like, <laughs> Some quick. <laughs> Uh, probably, probably Nolly Hill board on Silmar Rail. I was, uh, I just learned that trick, and I got back from Europe, and I just learned Nolly Dixon backwhip, and I went to Silmar with P Rod and and Jamie Jamie Rogers, and I just sat there, and I'm like, "Why are you sitting down?" I'm like, "Well, you guys are skating." He's like, "No, man, like skate with us, like get to work. I know you got tricks." So like, yeah, like I did that, and yeah, I was really like stoked. I Fuck. was that just in an ad? I don't, I don't remember. Like that wasn't in any of your parts. There was a tensor ad, and uh, Rodney Mullen did a write up on it. But yeah, it was like that's that's the, that was like an NBD. God damn, yo. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Mister NBD himself. Fifty years ago. <laughs> Gnarliest trick you've ever witnessed. I know that's probably some Macno shit. Yeah, I was gonna say. Uh, yeah, BCIT. I think it's a seventeen stair. He no splinter his second try. I filmed it. Hawaii does a triple kink rail, it's like a rainbow rail. He. Uh, he did it. Is in the globe video. 
is like a 90 degree like turn 90 degree like turn the ramp yeah. is right here he fucking click click and then grinds a double kink like just oh. like just insane there's there's too much there's too much but like yeah i've seen paul do a lot of crazy shit worst bunt of your career i always told everybody i was gonna nolly vix and backflip hollywood high and i never did it oh. <laughs> 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 like I just like and like a lot of people like I told a lot of people like <laughs> what's the one trick that got away yeah the, the spot's hard to explain but um it's uh the pre- it's a it's a Barcelona spot it's downhill it's set up it has ledges and then it goes to like a natural like red hip but the hip's pretty steep um at the top there's a big rail like guard rail you do like tricks over the rail into the bank but it's like like three or four feet high um, I like straight nollie healed over it, but like clipped, clipped and rode away and just like bailed and like we got kicked out. But I tried it for like a good two hours. Fuck. It is what it is. You win some, you lose some. Who's your guilty pleasure skater? Just whoever's got like the baggiest pants <laughs> <laughs> and the whole, the whole painter pants culture. I guess that's a guilty pleasure. It's like, all right, cool. Like, how is this cool? And I'm just trying to figure it out. I guess I'm old. I don't know. That whole scene is, like, super foreign to me. Favorite local skater? Benny. He's living here, so he's local. Favorite teammate ever? Paul McAnow. Worst company? I would say West 49. Those guys are, like, evil. Um, Are they still around? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I think they just opened an indoor park out there. Yeah, they did. I'm going to go skate it. But, yeah, West Virginia is, like, one of the worst people I've ever dealt with in my fucking life. That Chrissy chick, like, super right-wing conservative fucking cunt. Worst trend? Baggy pants. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the chicks to go with them. <laughs> <laughs> worst style? The worst style is those, like, oversized baggy pants. <laughs> Last person you want on the sesh? Uh, Chad Thomas. (laughs) (laughs) Or Chetty. Cameo Wilson. Oh! Two bangers. All right. Well, Galia, thank you so much. It's been a fucking pleasure having you on the show. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for having me, man. Thank you very much. Legend, people. Ladies and gentlemen, legend. If you've never heard of Galia, you're too young and you're blowing it. Yeah, go, go YouTube the man right no, the fuck now. There's no excuse for not knowing. It's time for the post office. Brought to you by our good friends at Time Bomb Trading. And this week, we're talking the brand new Wino G6 shoe from America. The Wino G6 builds upon the original Wino style by adding durability and delivering a -a one-of-a-kind skatable hybrid to the America line. Featuring the G6 cushioning technology, you've got a comfortable and durable shoe with a classic Wino silhouette. It's time to get your Andrew Reynolds and Brian Herman on. Go grab yours today at your local skate shop. America's shoes, baby. You've got mail. All right, got an email coming in from some random ass spam account. I think it's Ty James. Uh, subject, what's good? What's up, fam? What's really good, fam? I miss live in the streets with Ty James. I know Wade may be a little busy, but could you at least show some respect to the West Coast by giving Ty his job back, please? Thanks in advance, fam. <laughs> Sent using Gorilla Mail. Yeah, I'm going to have to go ahead and uh, confirm that that was Ty James. And uh, hey, man, there's live street reporters all over the world. If you guys are out there, you get a little streets report with some pro skaters, send it into the bun, you know, maybe we'll, we'll kick it to anyone, dog. Hey, that's some real talk right there. <laughs> Wait, Wade's our main man. He's he's like the anchor shit, the anchor man of that shit. But he's the Ron Burgundy of this bitch. That's what I'm saying. But they got they got like contributing journalists yeah. or whatever you call. Them. We got room for a little Veronica Corningstone here and there. <laughs> there you go, Ty James, man, get it popping. Yeah, we want yo Ty. We want one with uh, Spencer in the streets. We want Mitch Brett in the streets. Squash the beef. You feel me? And we want uh, we definitely want Weary in the streets. 
I want Weary in the studio, goddammit. Yeah, my, me too, yo. The man rides for studio skateboards. Uh, hop in studio E, Let's do that. <laughs> All right, next up, we got an email from FatCap45. Yo, still. <laughs> hey, my name's Chris Porter from Virginia, but living in Oakland, California. Yo, turn up, bruv. So worldwide ting. Shouts to you. You lucky. Get to get, watch them Warriors every week. You should rapid fire each other on the next episode still. Well, I don't know if we got time for a whole rapid fire, but let's pick two questions and uh, fire at each other still. Oh, and yo, go peep. Uh, we did an interview for Monster Children and they asked us some rapid fire questions too. So check our Instagram or Facebook for the link. Monster Children interview with yours truly. All right, Donald, I got two questions for you. <laughs> let's get it. Favorite teammate ever, and just remember, we both ride for a drift. As you're thinking about your answer, <laughs> yeah, you know this one. Uh, it's actually pretty easy. I ride for Vans. He rides for Vans. We're real close. Kyle Walker. <laughs> he's uh, <laughs> wears shoes. You never, uh, never met me before, but I just feel like we we'd hit it off. You know. <laughs> <laughs> Shit, I'll go grand trading. Me and Lil Rye, Ryan DeRoche, the little homie. That's my dog right there. Yeah, that's enough respect, DeRoche. Um, he, he loves firing shots, too, so I respect him for that. Speaking of firing shots, let me get your uh, worst company. Oh, man, this one uh, didn't it didn't last too long, but it had a little run there. Sadly, I was involved, you know. Starts with a B, ends with Evie. <laughs> <laughs> oh! None of y'all probably don't know. It's probably for the better, but yeah. Bevy skateboards, man. Damn, that's a local thing, yo. The worst. Awkward. All right. Oh, now I ask yeah. you. All right. First one up. Definitely going to skip all the cheesy ones at the top. <laughs> the biggest bunt for sure. For this one, got to go back a good, like, eight years or so. Maybe even ten years. I was downtown skating by myself one night in the summer, and my main man, Duncan McNaughton, will remember this one. He rolls up around the corner commerce 10 and he just sees me flailing down the 10 stair he's like who are you skating with I'm like i'm by myself your boy tried to fakey flip commerce 10 and <laughs> you call it a fakey flip he calls it flailing yeah uh i think i fakey ollied it though no i switched ollied it and then uh and i just tried to fakey flip it like two or three times and duncan like rolled up on me and then he thought i was psycho but that was a huge bunt. I don't think uh, I couldn't even like see where I was popping. It was nighttime. I ain't gonna make you throw no gunshots, dog. Cause uh, you get you gotta save him for uh, Mr. Kolovecchia. <laughs> get to that after. But uh, what's the one that got away for you? Oh, well, it's a weird one because it the clip got away, but I landed it. But uh, a long time ago, I backside flipped the indoor hospital double. I think it's a four flat four, and it was gonna be my last trick in this video Orient that I was filming for and then uh, we went to a next indoor spot after so in the winter I think and taped over it and then I remember like I fucking cried when I like went to capture the clip and it was gone and like I thought my part was done I was so hyped and then I like freaked out and then I went back a bunch of times to do it kept landing on it never did it again still bums me out thinking about it right now as you can hear I'm on the verge of tears <laughs> Sorry, I brought it up. All right, let's move on. <laughs> I'm just playing, y'all. But, yo, I'm a fucking... If my ankle ever gets good enough to kickflip good again, backside flip that thing. All right, next one coming up from Eric Bratsburg. Yo, the button, what's good? My boring commutes on the GO train are made more tolerable because of you guys. I can also attribute the pod partly to my newfound interest in the NFL and NBA. But I digress. I got a question for each wait, of wait, you. Wait, hold what up. What does that say? Yo, can I just say, hell yeah, just the fact that we got skaters listening to us babble about sports and now you're more into the NFL and NBA. Much respect, blood. Continue. Thank you. Donovan, what are your thoughts on the Leafs these days? As a longtime Detroit fan, I was bummed when Babcock left, but glad he came to Toronto. With the addition of Matthews and some solid goaltending for the first time in a while. What are your thoughts on the possibility of being a serious playoff contender in the next couple years? <laughs> next couple years, bro. We're talking right now. We're going to get into the playoffs, I think, this year. And, uh, I mean, once you're in, anyone can steal around. Super young teams. Nothing uh, nothing but growth ahead. 
little question for Seifa. With all your switch tray flip claiming, when can I expect <laughs> you to step to the Roy Thompson over rail? I've got a perfect view of it from my desk at work. I'll get those bootlegs straight to the Instagram second angles. But my real question, what's your ideal skate day in Toronto like? Hopefully still not waking up midday than chilling at Dumbat the rest. <laughs> Keep up the good work, Eric. Damn. Eric, I, I guess you've seen my uh, my day in the life. It's on YouTube. <laughs> That's fucking old as hell. Definitely never going to switch Trey over the bar at Roy Thompson. And if anyone ever does... That is fucked. That would... Well, you, I mean, I thought no one would ever fakey flip it, but Bobby did that. So I guess anything's possible. Yeah. Tiago Lemos or some shit. Um, and my days in the life these days... I mean, it's like sweatpants. Yeah, I'm a sweatpants kind of niggy these days. Since the new year, yeah, I haven't joined the gym like I claim, but I've been active. Me and Donald have been playing basketball, been skating, and on days when I don't skate or do basketball, I do a little uh, at-home workout thing. Getting fit for Nicaragua, baby. Uh, editing the bunt, doing all that jazz, and uh, doing my fucking other part-time job thing. He's also become a, a stay-at-home chef. His, uh, his cooking skills have uh, been stepped up to the next level. Yeah, got some restaurante pizzas. I got five of them, so I got variety these days. Two ninety nine, two eighty nine today. <laughs> All right. Next up, we got an email from Ryan Duffy, regular emailer. Half cab heel flip shout out. Can I give a shout out to my main man, Callum Gilbert? Yeah, shout out, Callum. Yo, Ants, beep that name out, dog. You know, no free shout shout outs out here. <laughs> Callum Gilbert, who was about to fly off to New Zealand for a year. The only other dude I know that listens to the bunt. The only way. <laughs> Do your thing out there, homie. Shred it up and we'll catch up real soon. Hey, man, if he listens to the bunt, he gets a shout out. He's, he's buttering you up with them DJ Cow quotes. Also, I'm tempted to send a half cab heel flip photo. Just to hear the ghost go off on one again. That shit was funny as fuck. Love it, boys. Keep up the good work. Uh, Ryan Duffy, man. Hopefully we meet you one of these days. Catch a cess, because you seem like my kind of guy. You smell me? <laughs> and I'm damn well positive your half-gap heel flips probably look 10 times better than that clown, Colavecchia. Oh. Adam, whatever the fuck your name is. You know what I'm saying? Well, there we just lost one listener. Nah, I'm just Down kidding. But 39 from 40. I'm going to do a half cab heel flip and post it on Insta just to show you what's really good, Adam. You might just start a new squad, eh? The half cab heel gang? Yeah. All right. Got another question coming up. Uh, looks like this guy has a really small head. <laughs> uh, Ludovic Lalinga definitely emails this too much. Had to pull this one out of the spam folder. <laughs> Y'all niggies kill me still. Just waking up from a quick nap on the Gauche's, uh, a.k.a. Matt Babel's bed, ripping through your last pod. That Adam Kolovecki and niggies my dude still. Going in on the ghost on that email had me cracking up heavy. Yeah, we're making this guy a celebrity. And uh, now he's just in the email. He's just rambling on about his greatness and dominance. I don't know what he's talking about here. Is there even a question in that email? It says, uh, which one of y'all want to get slapped one-on-one -on -one next? <laughs> I heard you guys say we can leave y'all voice notes. How do we do that? Yachty know I'm going to get barking on there, shit. First thing, big shout for the bunty. You hooked up, ghost. I'm rocking that with pride these days. Keep doing your thing, niggies. Zhu, a.k.a. Goat. Put some respect on my name. Jesus, there was not a question in there. Uh, thanks for wasting two minutes of our lives. Ludovic, but yeah, respect. You know I got you. We made some t-shirts. The Bunt Worldwide Ting. Y'all already know what it is. Without further ado, it is time for the main event of the post office. Adam Colia Vichia. <laughs> Here we go. Let's see what this fool's saying. Oh, all in capitals, eh? Hey, you know your boy landed that shit. Don't doubt the kid. <laughs> that dusty afghab heel flip. If anyone bothered to look you up, they know that shit was primo and you somehow sacked. I want to get that photo in front of Cody Brown somehow and see what he would have to say about that. Yo, no, yo, Adam, we go. I hope you don't mind. Uh, if you have an Instagram, DM us. We can tag you. We're going to post your display pic. Try and get your followers up. 
<laughs> now that half cab heel flip is a disgrace. Anyways, uh, last episode had my sides hurting. Much love every week. Uh, we love you too on the low, but we like to chirp too. I tried digging up comebacks on YouTube for Saifa, but this Nigi switch manny's G as fuck. I can't hate. Dono with the gunshots though. <laughs> Man's been hella cool. Every time I write in, I thought he was a nice guy. I peep this man's social withdrawal part, and dude's gotta be sponsored by Fruit of the Loom or some shit, because I'm seeing more white tees than an old Navy warehouse. <laughs> My question for your boy behind the scenes, Ants, do you have any funny stories about these dudes from times helping with the podcast? Love this shit. Can't wait for the next one. Uh, Donald, do you want to say anything before we let Ants uh, answer the people? I don't know. Was he coming at me there? It was kind of a half-assed chirp. It was almost yeah, like, like you trying to be friends or you trying to you trying to be enemies, Adam. Like, he, let's get to the bottom of this. Yeah, dog. he likes to. Uh, what's that saying about fences? Yeah, I don't know what they're saying. You know what I'm talking about, yeah, though. Can't can't pick a side. You know. Can we get a correct uh, pronunciation? Pronunciation. Yeah, on so- his name. Adam, send us a voice note. Oh, we forgot to answer in Lude's email. If you have an iPhone, you have an app called the Voice Memo app. Just go in there, record yourself, and send it to us, and we'll be more than glad to p- play it on the show. Adam, send us one in, Doug. Ants, what you got, baby? Hey, yo, thanks, guys. I'm glad to be here. Uh, favorite sports moment? Mm, I think I'd have to go with... What? This isn't my interview? <laughs> Fuck y'all, then. Nah, Funniest moment, man. These guys are always clowns. Seems to me like they're more concerned with how fantasy basketball is going than the actual interviews. Uh, it also seems like Safe is always losing. <laughs> hey, yo, dude, I heard you're slapping them, eh? Hey, yo, come join the ring table over here. That's right, we the people. You know, we took home the Bunt League fantasy football, which y'all might not know about because certain hosts decided to leave that out, but hey. I'm not gonna go into much detail about that. But yeah, man, fuck. Getting drunk during interviews, sometimes shit gets loose, but hey, yo, I'm looking forward to many more funny moments and uh, who knows what the future has in store for the bunt. Uh, that's a wrap for the post office this week. Keep them emails coming. TheBuntLive at gmail.com. You smell me? It's a worldwide thing. The only way. The only thing. <laughs> Y'all know what time it is. It's the rundown, the skateboard world's source for sports. It's goddamn Super Bowl week, a.k.a. Tom Brady week, a.k.a. the week of the New England Patriots, a.k.a. the end of the Atlanta Falcons and Matt Ryan's run. A.k.a. the end of let's not talk about football and force feed topics. You know what I'm saying? Let's move on to the hardcore still. But first, how many touchdown passes do you think Tom Brady is going to throw on Sunday? Oh, my God. Who cares? We'll talk about this shit after it pops. A Tom Brady, um, three touchdowns. Matt Ryan, five. Super Actually, Bowl. no, four and, t- what, and one wait, rush touchdown. One more NFL team. Let's pick a, a Super Bowl MVP on wax prediction. Who are you taking from your Atlanta Falcons? My main man, Jalen Rose, went with Julio Jones. But, you know, Bill Belichick's going to find a way to double that dude, kind of get him out of the game. It's going to be a Taylor Gabriel thing, a Coleman thing. And... Uh, Matt Ryan's going to have the biggest impact on the game, and he's going to get that MVP. Uh, I'm going a little off the board. Y'all think I'm going to say Tom Brady? I'm going LeGarrette Blunt. This guy's going to run all over Vic Beasley and whoever the hell else is on that defensive line. All right, let's get into the NBA. First question I have for the Ghost, what NBA teams should start tanking? Damn, that's a good question. It's tough in the West because the eighth seed is literally up for grabs even if you're the in dead last which i think the phoenix suns are right now they still have a shot the truth of the matter is whoever gets the eighth seed is gonna get spanked so badly by the warriors that it's almost not worth it someone like demarcus who's so hungry for the playoffs is just gonna get swept which will be hilarious his anger in that in that series will be insane if the, they're not gonna make it though who should tank eastern conference teams the sixers should tank one more season get one more stud and then i think they'll be able to make the playoffs next year bottom half uh new york should tank 
They have no shot at doing anything real in the playoffs. They're going to trade Carmelo, so get another young piece to play alongside Porzingis. So the all-star, the all-star rosters uh, were revealed. I'm going to list off five guys that uh, made it to the all-snub team, and you tell me which one is the worst. All right. Joel Embiid, Damian Lillard, Mike Conley, Carl Anthony Towns, or Chris Paul? The biggest snub, hands down, 100%, 1,000% was Chris Paul. I don't know why the coaches didn't put some respect on his name. He didn't make the game because he hurt his thumb, but this shit has everything to do with legacy and uh, just respect. He's clearly an all-star. He's more important to that team than DeAndre Jordan, who did make the team. They should have just gone through the motions, selected him, and then selected his replacement after the fact. I mean, people get huge bonuses for making the all-star game and it's part of like when you retire like oh chris paul was a 12-time all-star they straight ripped him off so that was kind of whack i agree with that they should have just put him on because they're gonna get to replace him anyways i'm gonna go with dame lillard everyone's fucking hating on dame for some reason man like get this guy in the damn game like wasn't last year enough for y'all fuck all right agreed that's the second biggest snub all right next up king of the fourth isaiah thomas dropped another 24 in the fourth to lead the celtics past the pistons this guy got a chance at mvp no chance all right moving on (laughs) all right one more michael jackson (laughs) stephen jackson was featured on the michael rapaport podcast talked a little bit about the behind the scenes of the nba smoking some weed before the games what are your thoughts on the interview If you're an NBA fan, do yourself a huge favor. Look up I Am Rappaport podcast on your podcast app. Listen to the whole hour and 22 minutes. It was hands down the best interview with an NBA player I've ever heard in my life. Steven Jackson was one of the most entertaining players on the court in his career, but off the court, this man's even better. It's like an hour and 22 minutes of behind the scenes NBA life talks about smoking weed before games after games talks about when he first got drafted there was only one drug test per year at the start of the season so they do their test and then just smoke weed all season long and now there's four throughout the year and he talks about his coach don nelson just being so down with the team and like down like knew they smoked weed and didn't care and when they had their fourth drug test in utah and they all started celebrating after high-fiving like <laughs> yeah we can smoke weed for the rest of the season and their <laughs> coach nelly fucking he's like 70 years old came was like running around high-fiving them and shit like yeah we could smoke it was i don't know best interview go listen to that right now captain jack calls lebron a pussy <laughs> like everything you could want and more in an interview taking you inside uh the nba perfect time to bring that up because now y'all are going to have some free time. Because that just wrapped up episode seven of The Bunt. Thank y'all for listening. Hell yeah. Thanks again, big bro Galia. You said I could hold you to it. I better get that Remy Martin popping, yo. Yeah, you said a gift box, eh? Yeah, Uber. Sounds straight to Studio E, baby. Nice, dog.